So I recently saw a series of visions from the Lord and I got this prophetic message that the Lord wanted me to share with you today. So this is what I saw back on April 20th, 2023. I saw a vision of a pair of slippers and I could tell that they were made out of an unusual material. After that, I saw this insulation or siding from a house or a shed, and it had this like reflective metallic surface to it. And this is the message I heard from the Lord immediately after that. And this is actually a mix of prophetic encouragement, but also a word of knowledge about something that's gonna be happening in the future. So this is what I heard, mixing comfort with the newest, most efficient kinds of building materials. A Chinese company working with an American one to revolutionize the industry but it won't be widely accepted and there will be many struggles along the road to success this time. They succeeded before this, but this one is different. They're trying to do something based on a mutual desire, but not based in real world living, not based in the problems people actually have. And then I heard an idealistic form of living that won't stand up to the modern day bank account. So I believe what that last phrase there means is that it's something that in an idealistic world would work, but it's just too expensive. And then I heard this, they are going to end up backtracking into old ways of doing things in an attempt to revolutionize the space. But like a great idea that falls flat in front of an audience, they will embarrass themselves to an extent. And when I heard this, I actually got this impression and I had a, a memory of Elon Musk trying to break that window. I think it was with a sledgehammer or something and it actually breaks and it wasn't supposed to. And it's just that idea of trying to be impressive with this revolutionary material, but it falling flat and not working. And I'm getting this impression from the Holy Spirit right now as I'm saying this, that this is happening in the church, more so in the American church than other places, but it's happening in, in many different places. It's this idea of us as the body trying to impress the world with the way we present the church, with the way we present Christianity, through our light shows, through our sound systems, through our media, our entertainment, through our joke telling, through all the different things that we do, the giant buildings, the big events, the shows, all of these different things, the albums. Listen, those things aren't bad in and of themselves. But when we try to impress the world with those things in order to deliver the truth of God to them, in order to deliver the gospel message. Listen, what ends up happening is we distract them so much that they don't even get to the core of what we're all about. Now again, are those things bad? Is it bad to have a big church? No. Is it bad to put out an album? No. But we must be led by the Holy Spirit in everything that we do because the Holy Spirit is gonna cut through the noise. He's gonna cut through the junk. He's gonna cut through the things that are just a distraction. And he's gonna say, this is not for you. He's gonna say, that's for you. That's what I want you to do. But I don't want you to touch this over here, even though someone else is doing it. And here's what ends up happening sometimes in the church is that we have people that come into church on Sunday morning and they find some spiritual comfort food or they find a place of feeling bad for a couple hours on Sunday morning so that they feel better about their life or whatever it may be, but they don't find the real Jesus. Listen, this is a big problem. If people don't find Jesus for themselves, the real Jesus, they're never changed. And ultimately, in that process, they're robbed of the only eternal hope that they have. But this can happen to Christians as well. People who know Jesus, but we get distracted by all of the things. Listen, this is what I heard next, and this is an encouragement 
for the body of Christ. I heard the Lord say, my people are going to try to insulate themselves through comfort. So this is something that maybe there's going to be some hard times ahead, okay? Like the the word says that hard times are coming. You know, the word says that persecution will increase in the last days. So this could be what the Lord is referring to. But he says, my people are going to try to insulate themselves through comfort. And he says, and my heart for them is better. So God has an insulation material for us that's so much better than the comfort that we can find for ourselves. This is what I heard the Lord say. He said, I am the God of all comfort, and I can comfort you even when you can't comfort yourself through all the striving and effort you can put forth. And then I heard the Lord say, even when it's not working, I'm there to comfort you daily. I hear this from the Holy Spirit right now. There are people listening to me right now who you're saying, Lord, this is not working. And the Lord is saying very gently back in response, let me comfort you. Let me comfort you. Let me take that heart and that wounded heart. Let me start to bring healing through my presence as I deliver a message of encouragement to you every single day in the secret place. And as I begin to reveal to you the purpose behind the pain that you're walking through, I hear the Lord saying there is purpose to your pain that you have not seen yet, but I can reveal that to you and I can bring the comfort that you need in the process. And I hear the Lord saying, I am with you right there, right in that moment of despair. Don't despair any longer. You know, the disciples walked through some hard things, even with Jesus on the earth with them. And there were some moments where They needed Jesus to show up, and suddenly he would show up, whether it be walking on the waves or waking up from his nap, you know, in the boat, or when they're trying to cast out the the demon and they can't, and he comes down from the mountain, whatever it was, when Jesus showed up, listen, their hearts could be still in that moment because they knew what he had done in the past. They knew who he was. So even though they didn't know what the answer was, as soon as he was there, they knew it would be okay. Listen, You can know that things are okay when the presence of God comes in the room. And he's there already, but he wants to reveal himself and his nearness to you in a real and tangible way so that you can know, I don't have to keep despairing. I don't have to keep worrying about this. I don't have to keep being afraid. God is here and it's going to be okay. And this is a message the Lord has been asking me to preach a lot lately, but this is what I'm hearing right now. If you're in that place, just set time aside. To come into my presence and I will show you that you are going to be okay I hear the Lord saying let me show you what real comfort is like this is the next thing I heard on April 20th I heard the Lord say stop trying to make comfort work apart from me then I heard him say let me in to the area of movies you watch so now the Lord is getting very specific and this is what I know the Lord is saying he's not saying this in a judgmental way The Lord is saying there are some things in your life that kind of like the light shows and the new albums and all that stuff in Christianity, sometimes they're okay, but the Lord is saying sometimes they are a distraction. And I'm hearing this from the Holy Spirit right now. Sometimes the source of your depression is that movie that has opened the door to a demonic influence, or it's that song, or it's that book, or it's that dating website, or whatever it is, or it's that app. The Lord is saying many people, there's an app on your phone that's opening up the door to allow a depressing influence in your life. The Lord's saying, you don't need that anymore. Just delete it. Just throw it out. You don't need to finish that season, that series I hear the Lord saying. You don't need to finish it. If it's not helping you, it's hurting you. Let it go. I hear the Lord saying, let my love come in instead. Let my presence be your comfort. 
So I heard the Lord say, let me into the area of movies you watch. And he said, let me into the films and TV shows. Let me into the food and drink. He said, let me into the relationships. Let me lead. The Lord said, let me guide you. Let me walk you into the comfort you're looking for. And then he said, but it's in my presence and through my spirit that it truly happens. This is so true, y'all. This is so true. I can testify to this. Back in 2020, you know, like walking through some hard stuff, not as hard as a lot of people in a lot of places on the earth, but it's still a challenging season. Listen, it was the presence of God that got me through it. Every day I would go, man, this is hard, but I, I know this evening when the kids are in bed, I can go into my room and I can shut the door and I can turn worship music on and I can come into the presence of the Lord and I'm going to be okay. And here's what happens when we do that. We go in and then the Lord refills us. He refuels us and we come out on fire. We come out ready to do whatever God is asking us to do. We come out in the authority of Jesus Christ with the power of the Holy Spirit resting on us. And we begin to see God work through us in ways that we know is not us. You know, Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. But with God, all things are possible. When God, his spirit is leading you and resting on you and comforting you and guiding you and helping you, there is nothing impossible. I heard the Lord say this next. He said, you can't masquerade your way into comfort. You can't fake it. Here's what's going to happen to some people. You're going to go into the secret place and you're going to begin to worship the Lord and it's going to feel like a burden at first. It's going to feel difficult. It's going to feel like there's boundaries or walls up between you and God. And here's what's going to happen in that moment is you're going to have an opportunity to either shut yourself off from what the Holy Spirit is saying or you're going to be willing to listen and the Holy Spirit is going to be pointing to some reasons for those boundaries. He's going to be pointing to some reasons for those walls going up. Just the other night, I had to do this, y'all. I was like, Lord, why do I feel this way, right? And I began to worship the Lord and the Holy Spirit began to point me to a decision I had made this week. This was just last night. And the Lord pointed me to this decision I had made without consulting him. And I said, Lord, I'm, I'm sorry. I should have asked you about that. And as soon as I said that, as soon as my heart about the issue changed, it was just like night and day. The comfort of the Holy Spirit began to flood my heart. The presence of God in the room. And you know what? The Lord didn't beat me down about it. He did, he, you know, he, he, that was it. It was just like, Troy, this thing in your heart is not right. And, and you know, as soon as I said, you're right, Lord, everything changed. I heard the Lord say this next. He said, you can't replicate what only I can give you. You can only go so far before it fails to make the grade. I hear the Holy Spirit saying, this is why some worship music is entertaining, but it's not inviting the presence of the Lord in, is because the person who was writing that was not in a good place with me. It sounds great. It sounds entertaining. It sounds like worship music, but it matters where the heart is. Listen, you can still worship the Lord no matter where the writer was. You can still use it to worship the Lord. I'm not, I'm not saying you can't, but there's something different about the things that are birthed out of a place of true worship and true love for Jesus. There's a difference between something that's birthed out of trying to build an earthly kingdom and, and birthed out of responding to Jesus' kingdom, responding to the love of God that was poured out at the cross. The motivation at the bottom of everything matters. So the Lord said, you can only go so far before it fails to make the grade. He's saying you can't fake comfort. 
And then he said, before it fails to live up to the standard, everything else, all the distractions are eventually going to fail us. But then he said, I am the God of all comfort. Let me comfort you, says the Lord. This is 2 Corinthians 1, 3-5. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort. All the comfort you need, God has for you. Verse 4, this is the ESV. It says, Who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. The Christian life is not just meant to be one hard thing after another. Why? Because God has comfort for you in every season. Are we going to walk through hard things? Yes. But God has enough comfort for us to help us walk through those seasons. You need to understand something. The Lord wants to bless you. He wants you to have an abundant life. Jesus says, I've come that you might have life and life to the full. And some people would say, well, that doesn't mean having things, right? But look at the opposite of that verse, right? He says the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What's the opposite of stealing? Not having something stolen, having something, right? Being given something. What's the opposite of killing or death? Life, health, you could even say. Destroying, the opposite of that is producing or creating. God wants to give you abundant life. Does that mean that all Christians get to be rich? No, not necessarily. Does that mean we always get what we want? No. But God wants to bless you. Now, he's the one that gets to decide what that looks like. Just because the economy is taking a downturn, you don't have to expect to follow that curve. You don't have to expect to go there. Why? Because you have a father who knows everything you need before you even ask. What does Jesus say in Matthew chapter 6? He tells us as believers, he's like, hey, the Gentiles or the world, they're going to seek after all these things. They're going to seek after the clothes to wear. They're going to seek after the food to eat, things that people know that they need. But listen, he says, your father knows you need these things. And he says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. He doesn't say, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and just keep doing it without the comfort you need, without the provision you need. No, he says, all these things will be added unto you. But we have to come back to, what am I seeking first? What am I really after in this life? See, I believe the reason why a lot of Christians reach a place where they feel disappointed in the promises of God is that they didn't realize that the promises were attached to a purpose and they were attached to a person. Christianity is not just about getting things from God. It's actually not about that at all. It's about knowing God. But listen, when you know him intimately, and you say yes to his calling for your life, whatever it may be, whatever he asks you to do, you say, I'm gonna do that, Lord, because you're so good and I trust you. And you say yes to that, and you fulfill the purpose for your life. God has promised to provide everything you have need of. I actually saw this next. I saw a carton with mixed veggies in it, carrots, peas, and like corn that was ready to cook. And then I heard the Lord say this. He said, provision is found in the middle of the harvest. He said, in the middle of the field where souls are one, and then I heard, sometimes all it takes is a priority shift. You know, the same way that Jesus said, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Sometimes we just need to shift our priority over. This is what I heard the Lord say next, and I know he's saying this in a loving way. But he asked this question. He said, what is this life all about for you? He said, if it's not about winning the lost. And then I heard him say, that's okay for now. But let me come in and change that. Let me give you my heart. The Lord wants to give us this perspective as Christians that, hey, 
if I don't get anything I want out of this life, that's okay. Why? Because it's the next life that ultimately matters, that actually matters. It's, it's the, the difference we make here for eternity that truly matters, not the temporary success that we have. And when our hearts line up with the Father's heart for people, we can stop worrying about all the things that the world worries about, all the things that we need. God knows that we need those things. And we can move forward with a great expectation of blessing, of abundance, and of provision, and of the comfort that only God can provide. I hope you've enjoyed this video. I actually talk a lot more about provision and about the promises of God in my book called Stop Worrying right up here on this shelf. You can find it at troyblackvideos.com or just go straight to amazon.com. There's an ebook version, a print version, and an audible version where I'm actually reading the book and you can listen to it that way as well. So I hope you go read some of the reviews and get a copy of it if you're interested. I love you all so much and I'll see you next time.